Hi, I'm Chief D, and you're listening to A Totally Warranted Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things Chief, from how to become one, to when to retire, and everything in between. In this podcast, we'll discuss topics surrounding your board packet, attending school, life as a warrant officer, and beyond. So grab your favorite beverage and sit back as I take you on the journey of life as a chief. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of A Totally Warranted Podcast. I'm your host, Chief D. In case you missed it, I'm going to share this week's affirmation of the week. If you'd like to catch these live on Mondays, you need to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Totally Warranted so that you can receive these notifications. I'll make sure I leave a link in the show notes. This week's affirmation is, I am an exceptional Army Warrant Officer equipped with the knowledge, skills, and experience to lead with confidence and precision. This week's affirmation is focused on building up the group of warrant officer candidates about to start their journey at first walk, but truly it applies to the entire cohort. Sometimes you need a reminder of just how great and capable you are. And guess what? I'm here to give it to you. This month on socials, We're running a 30-day reflective journaling story. Each day, we publish a journal prompt in our stories on Facebook and Instagram that you can review and reflect on your life as a warrant officer and your career. These stories are an excellent way to look into your career and realize you're doing an amazing job and are truly capable. If you miss a day, all of the stories are being saved in our IG highlight tab, Marked Reflection. I hope you check them out. Last week, we discussed mindset for the Army Warrant Officer. In a short episode of about 12 minutes, we went over all things mindset. If you didn't get the opportunity to listen to that, make sure you do. It's an amazing beginning look at how mindset affects your ability to reach your goals. This week, we're going to be discussing something near and dear to my heart, your mental health. In the demanding and high pressure environment of the military, mental health is of the utmost importance. It affects not only the well-being of individual service members, but also the overall effectiveness and readiness of the force. As Army Warrant Officers, we are entrusted with significant responsibilities and face unique challenges. The weight of leadership, operational demands, and the constant need for decision-making, and let's face it, problem solving can take a toll on your mental well-being, especially when you mix in the varied and sometimes strained parameters of one's home life. This podcast aims to shed light on the mental health resources and support systems available specifically for you, the Army Warrant Officer. Yes, other service members can use these resources, but today I'm speaking directly to you, Chief. Because you know, like I know, you aren't the first one to raise your hand to go get help. But we can change that. By understanding and utilizing these opportunities, you can prioritize your mental health and enhance your overall performance, as well as your relationships with and performance of those around you. As Army Warrant Officers, we shoulder immense responsibilities serving as the bridge between officers and enlisted personnel, usually serving as the voice of reason. 
The pressure to make critical decisions, manage complex situations, and maintain operational readiness can lead to increased stress and potential mental health challenges, especially when you don't feel supported in your work by your leadership. Some of the common mental health issues faced by Army warrant officers include anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and burnout. These challenges can impact your personal life, job performance, and overall well-being if left unaddressed. Addressing mental health concerns early on is critical for your overall well-being and effectiveness as a leader. By seeking help and support, you can mitigate the impact of stress and mental health issues, leading to improved resilience and performance. Remember the old saying that you can't help anyone if you don't help yourself first? This is a prime example of that concept in action. Think of it like flying on an airplane. When those oxygen masks drop, the instructions that you're given is to put your mask on first before you try to help someone else. Remember that you can't help anyone if you can't help yourself. So today we talk about some available resources to help you address, decompress, and ultimately get back to you. We'll start with our military support systems. The first one up is the Army Wellness Center. Army Wellness Centers provide a range of services, including stress management, nutrition counseling, and resilience training. These centers offer personalized support to enhance your physical and mental well-being. The Army Wellness Center is an amazing resource. The training they provide, as well as the support for tough challenges like weight control and stress management, are amazing building blocks into your self-care routine. The Army Wellness Center is like having a team built in and ready to cheer for your success. Military Family Life Counselors. Military Family Life Counselors are available to provide confidential counseling services to you and your family. They can assist in managing stress, relationship issues, and other challenges that can impact your mental health. Many people don't realize, but MFLIX don't keep notes. So anything you say to them, short of a mandatory reporting situation, goes nowhere but from your mouth to their ears. Chaplains and Religious Support Chaplains and Religious Support personnel offer spiritual guidance and counseling. They provide a safe space for you to discuss any concerns or challenges you may be facing, fostering emotional well-being. Now, we'll get into a few counseling and therapy options, some of which I've done myself. The first one up, Individual Counseling. Individual Counseling sessions with mental health professionals can help you address specific concerns and develop coping strategies. These sessions provide a confidential environment to discuss personal challenges and develop a plan for improvement. Now the professionals at EBH will take notes and those notes will go into your medical record. Group therapy. Participating in group therapy sessions allows you to connect with peers who may be experiencing similar challenges. Sharing experiences and insights in a supportive group setting can be beneficial for personal growth and building resilience. Online resources and telehealth options. Online resources such as virtual therapy platforms and telehealth services provide convenient access to mental health support. 
These options can be especially useful for those in remote locations or with limited availability, excuse me, for in-person sessions. Military OneSource hosts a few of these services. Now, before we move on, I want to double back to individual counseling sessions for a moment. And I want to tell you this from the bottom of my heart. If you don't get the right person the first time, go back and try again. There are so many of us who are 100% against trying again, especially when an experience didn't go the way we thought it should the first time. Sometimes we don't get the right person in the first encounter, but refusing to try again is not proving anything to the wrong person. It's only preventing you from getting the help you need and are seeking. So advocate for yourself. Tell the counselor this isn't working for you and you'd like to speak to someone else. Do not let someone diminish your feelings or your thoughts with their words or actions. All mental health professionals aren't created equally, just like all warrant officers aren't created equally. Don't let the one who isn't for you prevent you from finding the one who is. Okay. I'm going to step down off my soapbox, but hopefully I got my point across. Let's get into some self-care practices that can promote mental health and well-being. First up, physical fitness and nutrition. Physical fitness and nutrition, like engaging in regular physical exercise and maintaining a balanced diet, can positively impact your mental health. Exercise releases endorphins, reduces stress, and improves overall well-being. This should be easy because we do PT, just not with them. T-shirt now available in our shop. Link in the show notes. Next up, stress management techniques. Learning and implementing stress management techniques, such as deep breathing exercises, time management strategies, and prioritization can help you better cope with the demands of your role. Mindfulness and meditation. Practicing mindfulness and meditation can enhance self-awareness, reduce anxiety, and improve focus. These techniques can help you stay present, manage stress, and improve overall mental well-being. Now, for some of you, meditation sounds a little woo-woo, and maybe I was like that at first. But nowadays, your girl is all about her meditation and staying grounded. There are a number of ways that I practice mindfulness, and that includes things like journaling, meditating, and visualization. They've certainly changed the way that I deal with stress and have provided me with a way to reground myself when I feel myself becoming off balance. Next up, we have a great one, building a support network. Now, what I'm gonna suggest is the formal formal version but I'll be back to break it down less formally once I get through the list. Number one, peer support groups. Engaging with fellow warrant officers through peer support groups can provide a valuable network of shared experiences. You can seek advice and foster understanding with your professional community. Mentorship programs. Participating in mentorship programs connects you with experienced leaders who can provide guidance, support, and perspective. Mentors can offer valuable insight on navigating challenges and prioritizing mental health. Engaging with family and friends. 
Maintaining a strong connection with loved ones outside of the military can provide a crucial support system. Regularly engaging with family and friends promotes a healthy work-life balance and strengthens your overall well-being. So, realistically for me, these things look like warrant officers' lunches, warrant officer breakfasts, and chats with my brigade senior tech, as well as weekends with my family and friends. Warrant officer networking events can be amazing because they always, without fail, will show you that either someone else is going through exactly what you are or that someone else can offer you guidance because they have gone through it. The benefits of doing these with your senior warrant are that they include the mentorship piece at no additional cost. Let's address overcoming the stigma of seeking help. Recognizing and addressing the stigma associated with seeking help for mental health concerns is essential. Mental health should be viewed as an important part of overall wellness, and seeking support is a sign of strength and resilience. Just as you are expected to PMCS vehicles and weapons for serviceability, we should be expected and encouraged to PMCS our minds the same way. Seeking help is not a sign of weakness, rather the greatest show of strength. Fostering an environment that encourages open dialogue about mental health is crucial. By sharing experiences, challenges, and resources, we can create a supportive community that promotes the well-being of Army warrant officers. Highlighting stories of Army warrant officers who sought help for mental health challenges and thrived can inspire others to take action. Sharing the fact that I myself go to behavioral health is part of that strategy. I use it to encourage others to do the same. All too often, we revert back to that phase of the army that we grew up in where people didn't seek help for fear of being looked at as less than. But gone are the days. The stories of people seeking help demonstrate that seeking support can lead to personal growth, improved performance, and the healthiest mindset. They should be highlighted and encouraged fiercely. I personally go to behavioral health and encourage anyone who is not feeling like themselves to go as well. The worst thing that we can do as leaders is ignore the feeling that something isn't right within ourselves while masking to the people around us. All too often we hear that we've lost one of our brothers or sisters in arms due to self-inflicted harm. That stops with us taking a stand and getting help. Even if you don't think it's that serious, Sometimes you don't see the spiral coming. Get someone from the outside to help you look within. Thankfully, as warrant officers and service members, we have access to a range of mental health resources to assist you in troubled times. Recapping these resources, we've included the Army Wellness Centers, Military Family Life Counselors, Chaplains, individual and group counseling, online support options, PT, of course, networking, and the use of self-care through building relationships with those closest to us. Remember, prioritizing your mental health is crucial for your personal well-being and effectiveness as an Army Warrant Officer. By seeking help, practicing self-care, and building a support network, you can enhance your overall resilience and performance. 
At the end of the day, seeking help is a sign of strength. If you're facing mental health challenges of any degree, don't hesitate to reach out to the available resources and support systems. Your well-being matters. And by taking care of yourself, you're better equipped to fulfill your duties as an army warrant officer, a parent, a friend, an advisor, or any other role that you play in life. Because your mental health isn't just important for your military service. It's important for your life. You deserve to live your best life every day. And you can start today. Well, that's it. That's today's episode of a Totally Warranted Podcast. I'm glad you stuck around with me through this journey, and I hope you really took this information to heart. I'll add links in the show notes to any of the resources we talked about in this episode, as well as some that we didn't. If there's a resource that you think I need to add, don't hesitate to let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone in service who could use it. This information, though directed at warrant officers, can be sent to anyone in service. Also, make sure you follow the podcast so you can get notifications and stay up to date on our new episodes. If you'd like to support the show, we're selling our acrylic Eagle Rising keychains at $5 each on the website with the proceeds going to support podcasting expenses. We're hoping to continue to make the podcast an amazing resource for you. And we're planning interviews with different warrant officers across the field, including a proponent, career manager, warrant officer, basic course instructor, and more. If you or someone you know would like to be interviewed or have information you'd like to share with the masses, let me know. You can reach me at chiefd at totallywarranted.com or totallywarranted on Facebook or Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay motivated, keep pushing forward, and remember that your dedication as an Army Warrant Officer is totally warranted. You're listening to a Totally Warranted Podcast, a podcast by Chief for Chief. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, would you mind leaving a review? A review lets others know that this podcast is worth their time and will help them on their journey to embodying Chief. We'll see you next time.